You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com War Eagle Auburn fans, welcome back to the E2C Network, a special podcast on E2C Extra. It's that most magical time of year. No, we're not talking about March Madness, but we'll get there some point this year, or next year for that matter. But this magical time of year During the holiday season, Christmas comes early for some of those people who are unfortunate to get some bowl games that are before (laughs) Christmas. But however you want to categorize it, for football fans everywhere, this is a wonderful time of the year. It is bowl season for the 2019 season. Some of them will be played in the year 2020. Auburn is one of those, and we're obviously going to talk about that. But from an Auburn fan's perspective, we're going to be covering all 41 bowls in this season, and we're going to do it right here, right now. Hold on to your hats, folks, because there's going to be a lot of information thrown at you, but none of it's going to be relevant to the bowls, more than likely. So to break (laughs) all these down here, I've got my friend, my co-host, and partner in crime, one of the founding members of the ETC Network, Mr. Benjamin King. Welcome, sir. Uh, Kyle, it's good to be here, man. You know, uh, this feels like the old days a little bit. It does a little bit. It's, it's a throwback. Uh, it, it's a throwback in many ways. It's back to our roots. All we need is Tristan to pop in here. Uh, and then we just have the old gang back together doing it like we used to do six years ago where we tried to cover every single Auburn sport in one full show. Do you remember doing that? I do. And we had pages and pages of notes. And for this, I have zero pages of notes. So get ready, so everyone. Lots I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> so here's the thing is, you know, we went from in the very beginning of this having pages of notes to literally we just say, OK, let's just do this thing. I, I don't know if that's good or bad. Is uh, It feels less professional, but I guess we're having more fun with it. Well, I mean, AJ does notes for us every time. I just like to wing it. <laughs> I go with my gut. I, well, I think sometimes that serves you very well, Ben, at least from an entertainment value. Oh, I appreciate it. Because it look, I try. you know. We can sit here and talk about all as much as we know. We know this aspect of why the Frisco Bowl is played in Frisco, Texas, and why it's called this thing and why this matchup's going to be. But who cares? Just pick a team and give us your reason for it. And most of the time, I'll be, I don't know about you, Ben. I'll be honest with you. There's all, I'm going to try to wrap a reason for it to affect Auburn into that reason of why I'm picking a team to win a bowl game. But how, how do you kind of go about these things? Uh, the first key is like, did we play them? And if we did, then they're going to win. And the <laughs> second is, you know, mascots matter in this because cooler mascots get props. Unless you're a golden <laughs> gopher in which you're going to get slaughtered. And, you know, on top of that, it, it has to do with just, do I like the team or not? And if I don't like the team, you're not going to win. Sorry. Well, so I guess teams that would go into that category, obviously Alabama. Yeah. Virginia. Looks like Michigan has a pretty good shot. 
<laughs> Virginia Tech. Yeah. Uh, well, Kentucky doesn't have a quarterback, but they're going to win with a, I don't know, running back at quarterback. A, a punter at Triple running option. Back. <laughs> there you uh, go. Just Oklahoma as well. Oklahoma as well is probably going to not be sitting too well in this playoff <laughs> with you, correct? I feel bad for Oklahoma because <laughs> their, their like, prize for getting into the playoff is going to get stomped by LSU. So, uh, I mean. You're probably right. It's, I, uh, e- either way, Baylor or Oklahoma, the, the gift was not going to be a happy one. They, no, they it get was to, not. The one thing that's cool, and I'm sorry I keep stepping over you, but the one thing that I loved about it is Jalen Hurts now has more visits <laughs> to the final four than Alabama <laughs> does in the last four years. That's just fantastic right there. Way to go, Jalen. You're the but, man. Hold on, Ben, now. Does Alabama claim this run in the playoffs because Jalen was there with them? Is Does that kind of transitive property thing apply to the Alabama fans? I mean, if you look at their record of quote-unquote national titles, then of course they're going to. But they're about to get stomped by LSU, so does it matter? No. No, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, but you know they'll they'll find any way they can to claim something as they have seventeen quote unquote national championships. Uh, if you want to, call I don't them recognize this. Uh, I mean, but I think the real number is around twelve or something like that. You see, that's the okay. I know we're going on a tangent here. And we're supposed to talk about bowls, <laughs> but let's you, you, we'll you brought it up, so we're going to talk about it. Here's my thing. I've said this to Alabama fans in person. I will give you that you have a legitimate double digits national championship. That's not what Absolutely. I'm arguing. I'm not. I'm not arguing that you've been dominant, that you've been one of the best programs in terms of championships in the entire history of college football. That's not, but 17, you don't have 17 national championships. I'm sorry. I'm one sorry. of those is like a three loss team that Birmingham was the only one that thought they were worth crap. And so mm, that's pretty hard guys. Like that's, that's a, that's a far reach. It's, it's such a far reach because it's just not possible for you to claim <laughs> that with any legitimacy when there were teams that were ranked higher than you that had better records for you in the year that you're claiming that, when there was no like, national championship game. If you're the best team at the end of the year, that's great. But if your record isn't the best, sorry, you're not a national champion. It's just I agree. the way it is. 100%. You and I are on the same page on this, and I think most Auburn fans are, for that matter, and probably a lot of college football fans. I've talked to Alabama fans where they've been like, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's all they have to say <laughs> well they they realize that it's ridiculous at the same time they're just gonna take it of course i mean i don't i don't blame the casual alabama fan for just saying yeah well okay and then just accepting it and, and being happy <laughs> taking my trophies and going home you yeah. know but I, at the same time it just frustrates you that you you can have this conversation give them logic and they're just like well it's fine i'm just taking my ball and going home that's that's just the way it's going to be oh. Um, anyway, we can get on that tangent and, and talk on that forever, but let's, let's bring it back away from that and, and actually talk about some bowl games, uh, this year. And just real quick, you, you kind of had a chance to at least make your picks in our bowl bracket challenge for the E2C network this year. Do you feel like there's good games this year? Or do you think that this is kind of a lackluster year? Uh, there's definitely a lot of good games. They're more towards the end of the bowl series, but I mean, that's how it usually is. Yeah. But there's a handful of matchups I'm really interested to see. I'll be honest with you. This is the first year that I've been a little underwhelmed with everything except the playoff. And obviously, I'm, I'm invested in Auburn's bowl game, but I've been up underwhelmed with who was selected for who uh, across the board here. Now, of course, I've said that, and as we start talking about it, maybe I'll be like, oh, now I have more that I'm excited about. But when I did an initial pick for this for our 
uh, bracket challenge, not bracket challenge. That's in March, Kyle. Get it right for our bowl <laughs> challenge here. I just was like, I'm not really excited about anything except Auburn's game and the playoff. That's how can it. you? All right. So how can you not be excited about Boise State versus Washington? Okay, I'll give you that in the I'll Las Vegas Bowl, where Boise State is playing their former coach in his last college game of coaching sure. at Washington. I think that's sure. pretty cool. Okay, well, this is what I'm here for, Ben. You're supposed to give me reasons to be excited for this because that's just my initial impression, and I'm glad you being the eternal optimist is for Auburn fandom, but in general for college football, that this is going to hopefully help me as we go through this. Cool. Uh, I'm here so for you, man. Let's let's saddle up. 41 to go. We're going to try to get through this as quickly as we can, and let's start right at the top with the first one, the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. Friday, December 20th at 2 p.m. on ESPN. This is between the Buffalo Bulls and the Charlotte 49ers. Ben King, who do you got? Well, like I said, if it has to do with Auburn, then it that kind of leads my decision. If it's something that I really have no connection to, then it's based on mascot. And I've got to say, a Buffalo Bull, I've never heard of that, but it's very intriguing. Also, <laughs> uh, 49er kind of sucks. So, Buffalo Bulls it is, sir. Well, we differ from the very get-go here, sir. And here's an odd thing for me, because I always try to somehow wrap Auburn into it, too. If you remember, Alan Green, is our AD, came from Buffalo. So, I was, you know, my initial reaction, well, for Alan Green, I'll pick the Buffalo Bulls. But then I just, I felt like somewhere along the line, I heard Charlotte was somehow good. And I guess there's some correlation there with the 49ers and the pros and them. So, it's it's just weird to think of the 49ers on the West Coast in San Francisco and now the Charlotte 49ers. I didn't know there were two mining, you know, waves at two different coasts there. So I picked the 49ers, sir. Everyone are, wants gold. Everyone does. So we're already different. I mean, this is going to be interesting. I'm glad we're not going to go full board across the same here. Yeah, everyone wants gold, and I'm striking gold on the first pick here. Oh, you, you sir, not. will not. You will not, hey, sir. Is the, the Buffalo Bills, are they from Buffalo, New York? You mean bulls, not bills. Don't I? I do that Whatever. too. It's, You're yeah, right. I get... <laughs> Buffalo Bulls. <laughs> yes, they are from Buffalo, New York. So I love the fact that the Buffalo Bulls know that there is a animal just like a bull called a buffalo, and they're yes. in Buffalo, and they picked a bull. It makes a lot of sense, mascot wise. If, if, <laughs> how about this? It's crazy. How about this? Buffalo said, "Hey, we have a certain name, and we're going to think that makes the most logical sense and go with it." Credit to you. Hey, let's let's turn it this way. Alabama decides, "Hey, we're going to be a red wave," and you know what our mascot's going to be? Our actual like thing we're going to parade around an elephant because that makes sense. So that's yeah. two completely opposite comparisons there. Well, I mean, uh, a tiger and an eagle honestly don't have a lot of like ties. But it, they're okay. Okay, <laughs> they're both ben, wild don't, animals. Don't poke holes. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I like your argument, but I've got to see it from both sides in this case. And You would make I, a good lawyer. I Well, potentially. Uh, I feel like it makes more sense on our side, though, just for the fact both wild animals. Uh, we have Raptor Center. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen an elephant in the state of Alabama besides the zoo. Yes. They, they don't come there naturally. Neither do tigers. Eagles do. But anyway, let's not go down that <laughs> rabbit hole any further. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to find a way to wrap Auburn and Alabama in every single thing here. Let's move on to the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. Wow, what a mouthful. Uh, it is known as the Frisco Bowl, but Ca Tropical Smoothie Cafe is the sponsor. That's Friday, December 20th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 
ESPN2, the matchup is the Utah State Aggies and the Kent State Golden Flashes. Benjamin King, who do you have? Uh, I've got to pick a loser in this one. And the loser is Hardy's because they didn't jump on board with the Frisco Bowl. What are you doing, Hardy's? <laughs> Come on, guys. It's a huge opportunity. Huge failure. All right. So Utah State doesn't matter. And Kent State, we played them. So Kent State is going to win this one big time. Okay. So, again, I go against my, my old formula here. Clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, logically, <laughs> I would say Auburn beat Kent State. So, I want Kent State to win. Right, that's how that's how usually this. Thing that's works. what I just so said. I, I'm going Utah State Aggies. Here's why: I saw Utah State play this year a couple of games when it was early on in the season and nobody else was playing anybody, and they looked a lot better than Kent State did against us. So I, in this scenario, Ben, just grant me this: I'm trying to go for the win here in our bowl challenge, so I cannot not look bad. So, can you grant <laughs> me a little bit of, <laughs> you know, I mean, I have some reasons. I'll let you do whatever you want. I, I feel like you've just looked at my list and decided I'm going to pick everything that Ben did not pick. I, I which... think that's the way it's supposed to go, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had, actually, just so we could have a point of argument throughout everything here. Hey, it's uh, gone well for two for two. Two for two. We are completely the opposite. Let's see if it continues. The Celebration Bowl, Saturday, December 21st at noon on ABC. Now... Alcorn State Braves and North Carolina AT&T Aggies. This was the exact matchup last year for this. I don't I'm always confused by this bowl because this is from Division uh, it's it's not Division 1. How about that? Um and we don't get to see these teams a lot, but I'm always interested of how they get to come into a bowl game here. I don't know what kind of deal was struck there. I think it's cool actually, to be honest with you, that there's teams we don't ever really get to see. Um, that are going to be on a national stage, especially, I mean, it's not even ESPN, it's ABC. That's a national network there. So Ben, who did you pick? Alcorn State, North Carolina A&T, who you got? All right, so uh, we all know that Braves, they choke in big games. Oh, no. So- <laughs> no, you did not do this, Ben. Don't you do this, I- Ben. <laughs> I had to throw that your way. Uh, it, look, we're all still hurting from the uh, first inning of the last playoff game, so that's fine. <laughs> Uh, I'm look, so choked Nor- up about it, Ben. I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, North Carolina A&T, they have probably the best band I've ever seen <laughs> from a college team. You're not picking so, this by bands, are you, Ben? I am picking the A&T Aggies, baby. Oh, no, you did not <laughs> just pick it by bands. <laughs> okay. Well, Ben, the streak continues three for three. We are completely opposite. <laughs> Alcorn State Braves. I have no clue why I picked them other than it probably honestly was because on ESPN, the app says that they are more favored. Uh, they have a nine and three record as compared to North Carolina A&T's eight and three. So they played one more game than them. So I'm assuming that means they were in a championship game of some sort. So the Braves for me, Ben and I do not agree at all. But if you've been listening for a while, you know that is not a complete shock here. Uh, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh, bowl number four, the New Mexico Bowl, Saturday, December 21st, 2 p.m. ESPN is where you can watch this one. The Central Michigan Chippewas versus the San Diego State Aztecs. Ben, who you got? So this one was tough because I'm pretty sure San Diego State played, was it Arkansas? Did they play them this year? <sighs> you know, it wouldn't, if they beat somebody from the SEC. It, it was, was Arkansas, I, but I don't know. I feel like that was them. So I was like, you know what? That that's at least an admirable 
an admirable win. So I've got to give you some credit. But like I said, when it comes to my formula, it comes down to your mascots. And who doesn't love a Chippewa, man? (laughs) Central Michigan comes out on top. Uh, let me tell you where my head's at on this one right here. Uh, San Diego State, it had some history of, a recent history of being decent, um, but obviously not, they didn't make a lot of noise this year, at least that we know of. We didn't hear about them a lot here in the SEC. Uh, the Chippewas, it's an awesome name. My problem is, is that good old Jim McElwain is up there. And that's an Alabama disciple. Granted, all his disciples are everywhere now. Old Nick Saban, Nicky, Nicky Satan, so... You really can't throw a stone without hitting one of them on a team these days. Pretty much. So for the first time, Ben, you and I agree, I said Central Michigan Chippewas. Jim McElwain's a good offensive-minded coach, and if he's done what he has typically done, at least for part of his tenure at a program, I think the Chippewas are obviously going to win this one as well. So we agree, Ben. Look at that. There you go. Streak is ended. The streak is ended. It'll probably begin again very shortly. So hold on to your butts, everybody. <laughs> The FBC Mortgage Curable, the Curable. I feel like I've heard this one before, but I'm not sure. The 21st is when this is played at 2.30 p.m. on the CBS Sports Network. We had the good old Liberty Flames. I don't even have to talk anymore. I know who Ben's picking. Liberty Flames and the Georgia Southern Eagles. Ben, go ahead and fulfill what I know you're going to say. All right, so this is a tough one because I have a lot of friends that went to Georgia Southern, and they are the hometown team. However, I did watch them get destroyed by LSU. And I've got to ask you a question, Kyle. Okay. Who do you think will lose first this year? Hmm. Liberty Flames in football or Liberty Flames in basketball? Mm, Wow. I did not even think to go from that angle, Ben. I'm saying Liberty Flames in basketball, sir, because Liberty Flames in football are winning this game. Look, I knew you were going to go Liberty. You, Mr. Virginia boy, were going to pick Liberty the entire time. There was no question in my mind about this. (laughs) I'm not shocked. uh, Props to them for going 8-0 or 9-0 or wherever they are. I know we're 9-0. Right. Liberty should lose soon in basketball, though. Let's, uh, so here, just a quick aside, if you haven't listened to Inside the Jungle with Drew and myself, our men's basketball show for Auburn, we talked about this on the re- most recent episode, that if Liberty wins their next game, they are going to go undefeated most likely because they will probably run through their conference. So if you want for Auburn to be the, a potential only unbeaten team in basketball, you need Liberty to lose. So how about for, from that sake, Ben, I'm okay with you picking Liberty. <laughs> but here's the thing. We're different again. Georgia Southern Eagles, they have Eagles. We're the War Eagles. There we go. That's how I picked that one. Oh, I and like it. They, they traditionally have a great running offense. And who doesn't? You know, Auburn fans, we love our running game, even though we throw the ball like nobody's business this year. But in the Cure Bowl, Georgia Southern Eagles, I'm extending the War Eagle down there to Statesboro in southern Georgia. But uh, all right, so we're back on track here. Disagreeing. Let's see if it continues. It the, won't. It, it won't. <laughs> the sure, well, how, Shira Bundy? Is that how you say that, Ben? Help, help me with this. Shira Bundy? Ch- Boca Cherry, Raton? Cherry Bundy? I have no idea, dude. Cherry like, Bundy. Never Boca heard Raton of them. Bowl. Boca Raton Bowl. Old Boca Raton is missing old Lane Kiffin right now, but <laughs> they're going to have a bowl game soon. This game is played on Saturday the 21st, 3.30 p.m. ABC is where you can watch that. The Southern Methodist Mustangs taking on the Florida Atlantic Owls without their head coach. Mm, that stings a little bit. Ben, who you got? 
Well, I mean, they have Willie Taggart now. Oh, wow. So they're going to do so much better. <laughs> the failed coach at FSU. Because he's had so much success in Florida. <laughs> uh, so this comes down to the Auburn connection. And okay. we, we both know that our old OC is over there running Southern Mist. Yeah. Su- Southern Methodist Mustangs. And that offense was cranking for most of this season. In fact, they were undefeated up until, I think, like their ninth game or something like that. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think they cruise through here and just smash a team that doesn't have any leadership, and uh, Southern Methodist takes takes the win. As as irrelevant as Florida Atlantic was, even with Lane Kiffin, they're they're even more now without him. Uh, <laughs> they are they. This is the first game that I looked, and there was no question who I was going to pick. I mean, when you think about a Gus Malzahn protege, yes, folks, I know for some of you that sounds weird, but a Gus Malzahn protege is a good offensive mind. And that is definitely here with Rhett Lashley. So I do think that they are just going to pummel the Florida Atlantic Owls simply from their offense and because they are kind of in a state of transition and because they have Willie Taggart at this point. Let's just say say that there too. So we agree again, Ben. And we'll see if we continue. The Camellia Bowl in my home state, in my hometown of Montgomery, Alabama, Saturday, December 21st. At 5.30 p.m. on ESPN, this matchup sees the other Florida directional, I guess, school. Do we do we consider them directional if they don't have East or West, but it's Atlantic International? I've never understood if we call them a directional school or not. Would you, uh, I'll, I'll take every Florida school as directional besides the ones that matter. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> quickly, quickly, who matters to you in the state of Florida? Uh, Gator Nation. Uh, Miami. Uh... I think that's it at this point. No Florida State? No Florida, <laughs> Florida State? Florida State doesn't matter anymore, man. They're terrible. Central Florida? Nah. South Florida? Nah. Okay, well, now he's just pissed off. We'll see. Everybody in Florida. No, here's the thing. Oh, fine. That's fine. Come at me, bro. Uh, so, Central Florida, that is a directional school. Uh, the South Florida, directional. Okay. Florida State used to matter when they had a team. And then uh, you've got the Gators. And Miami, both still fairly relevant. I guess right. you can say Miami's bordering on relevant. Mm-hmm. They look pretty bad this year. Right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you got Gator Nation. That's about it. Well, at least I know where you stand on the Florida schools. It's, that's right. Uh, it's all, right. all our listenership just dropped down there as well. <laughs> I mean, who uh, from Florida we have that wasn't an Auburn fan anyway? That's true, I guess. You never know every once in a while. We got some lurkers in the backgrounds there. You know who you are. Uh, Florida International Golden Panthers versus the Arkansas State Red Wolves in the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery. Who you have, Ben? Uh, this comes down to an Auburn connection. Gus Malzahn put Arkansas State on the map. Gus Malzahn is our coach who beat Bama. Gus Malzahn's old school that he put on the map wins this game. A hundred percent agree with you here, Ben. I mean, obviously there's the Gus Malzahn connection, but here's the thing is I think you can attribute some of their continued success to the where Gus put them on the map, but they've hired well because every time it feels like they can't keep a coach because he keeps getting hired onto another program. Brian Harrison, I think is how you say it, went on to Boise State and so on and so forth. So I really do think that Arkansas State is a is a very decent program. Obviously, it doesn't cut it with the major schools, but Arkansas State, I think just, again, these are two games in a row here where I think there's going to be a steamroll rolling through the Florida non-directional schools, if we want to put it that way for them. Uh, so two in a row, we agree. Let's see what happens next. The Mitsubishi 
Motors, Las Vegas Bowl. You've already talked about it a little bit. 7.30 p.m. on ABC. And you have the Boise State Broncos, number 19, versus the Washington Huskies. Ben, what do you think? Man, I am torn on this game. Uh, I love the story behind it. Uh, I Part of me wants the coach that you know took this program from Boise State to national like who who knew about Boise State 10 years ago nobody that's a thing and now they are you know number 19 in the nation a solid team at 1201 and you know Washington's coming in here and you know coaches retiring after this game and you know I'd love to see him go out with a win on top of his team I just don't think it's going to happen I think the team that he built as that has continued to gain momentum, Boise State comes in and just takes care of business against the Washington team that, you know, without a lot of leadership on the offensive side, just can't get it done. Here's Boise the State thing. wins. Here's the thing, Ben. Look, I feel you on the Boise State, you know, train here. I love me some Boise State. Obviously, we've got orange and blue colors. Um, not the same shades, mind you. But, you know, who who doesn't love a team that's bold enough to just paint their entire field blue? And just say, come at me, bro, or come visit us, bro, at <laughs> the blue field. What a ridiculous field. But come Great. on. I mean, it, it may be ridiculous, but it's awesome. I mean, like. No, for it, sure. It, Home field advantage a, is like out the wazoo there. It, it is a uh, it is a sight to behold. But granted, they're not playing that. They're going to be in Las Vegas. I, You know, honestly, this, this is the best matchup so far here. Uh, and it comes against a ranked Boise State team and a non-ranked Washington team. Here's the thing. Washington gets to recruit at a different level than Boise State does, and they recruit the same region, and they've got emotion with them for Chris Peterson's quote-unquote last game. Uh, You know, you can say what you want. I don't know that this is technically his last game, maybe with the Huskies, but I think he's going to do the traditional. I think you even talked about on No Huddle, Ben. Go be an analyst or an announcer somewhere for a couple years until he finds a program he really wants to be with. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to Boise. I think he just enjoyed it there. It's possible. I mean, he didn't have a lot of expectations. He could run a solid program and beat, you know, people that he wasn't supposed to beat. So it's possible. So for that reason, I'm going to pick the underdog here, Washington Huskies, to knock off the Boise State Broncos in, I think, surprising fashion. So are you you, you good with that pick on that side for me, or do you think it's not a, a possibility? I mean... I watched Washington play this year, and they look bad. <laughs> so this isn't the Washington team that we beat last year that won the Pac-12. This is a this totally is different team. This uh, is true. However, I mean, you know, I love watching Boise State in a bowl game ever since they beat Oklahoma yeah. on multiple trick plays, which was fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, Chris Peterson is at the helm at Washington. So, And, you know, one of the things that's crazy about a bowl game when you have a coach that's going out kind of on top type deal is your players are going to give their all to play for you. Yeah. And I've seen this happen countless times where, you know, Wisconsin will have a coach come out of retirement to come oh. coach for whatever reason and blow the doors off the team that comes in. Unfortunately, it's been us a couple of times. I was about to say, you're not speaking from experience, are you, Ben? <laughs> yeah, I am, and that's why I was so glad we didn't play Wisconsin this year. Uh, oh, man. Bring on the Gophers. We so, uh, we tweeted from the ETC Network so uh, Twitter account. Thank goodness it wasn't Wisconsin when they got picked for something else before us. And yep. then this Minnesota fan comes out of the woodwork and, and starts laughing. I'm like, you don't understand. We don't want Wisconsin. This is the first time we will say we don't want a team because we just know there's some kind of voodoo on us with them. It's ridiculous. 
They just can't, can't win. In bowl games, Barry Alvarez would come out of retirement and somehow yep. beat us after he hasn't been coaching for years. doesn't matter what happens. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm going with. Motions, Washington uh, Huskies get the surprising win in the Las Vegas Bowl. Next one, one of the – I think this is like three or four New Orleans centralized bowl, but the R uh, and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl on the 21st at 9 p.m., a late game. Number 20, Appalachian State Mountaineers versus the UAB Blazers from Birmingham. What you got, Ben? All right, so this one was tough, too, because – you know, UAB's had a really good team here of late after bringing their program back just a couple of years ago. However, I will always remember when Appalachian State beat Michigan and they almost beat Penn State last year. I feel like they just have big game ability, and I think they come in and take care of business here. Just a better team overall. I will actually agree with you on this. I just think Appalachian State is far and away. They stayed undefeated for a long time this year. Uh, only having one loss in the year. I just think that there's there's the the tier that they're in of teams and then the tier above them, which is where, you know, obviously most of us are, but they're kind of stuck in the middle where they're better than everybody else they belong with technically, but they, they just are just a shy of really competing with all the big dogs. I, I don't I wouldn't be surprised if Agilation State one day is in discussions for you know, moving up somewhere or, or going to a better conference. But yeah, I agree with you, Appalachian State. One thought I did have for you, Ben, on this, who's gotten more mileage out of their historic win, Boise State over Oklahoma or Appalachian State over Michigan? Mm, that's a tough one. Isn't I'd have to it, say, I'd have to say App State yeah. because that was just completely unexpected out of nowhere, whereas Boise State at least made it to like a BCS bowl game. And while they weren't expected to win, it was a, a much bigger stage where they had already proven their worth. App State just just trounced that team. Yeah, it was just a it was just taking Michigan to the shed, man. Yeah, I, I would agree with you because I, I do think the more historic and the more fun game to watch was that Mountaineer. Excuse me, the uh, Boise State game versus Oklahoma, and that's the one yep. I'll always remember. But more mileage, App State has gotten that because look what they've done with it since then. They're in the middle of renovating their stadium for you know. For just for a little information hey, there. If they move to the ACC, I think they could win it all. Oh, could we have App State versus Clemson? That would be so... Because <laughs> they're really close to each other. That would be really interesting. Yeah. I think Clemson still knocks them off, but at least it would be better than Virginia. It would at be. This point, at this point. So, sorry Blazers, you're not, you don't have a chance against the Mountaineers. Next game, the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Monday, the 23rd of December, 2.30 on ESPN. The good old UCF Knights. Good feelings there, guys. Marshall Thundering Herd are their opponent. What do you think, Ben? So uh, UCF is far from where they were when they claimed their own national title after beating us in a game. Why is it that we have such difficult bowl games? Terrible. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I'd say versus the two of them, UCF is still the better team here. Yeah. And I'm going, you know, Golden Knights wins it yeah. in the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. What a ridiculous name. <laughs> I know. That's just I, I don't know what's worse. That one or the one earlier. Let me see if I can bring it back up into my t- the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. That one mm. and uh <laughs> this one are probably the two worst names at this point. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about Marshall. I, they didn't come up on my radar at all this year, just following college football. I, UCF was at least in the conversation. In, in a better conference uh, than the Marshall Thundering Herds. So I would say, yeah, UCF runs all over the, the Thundering Herd. There's not much thunder 
coming from the herd in this game, if you'd like me to make a pun out of that. Uh, we'll move on to the SoFi Hawaii Bowl. Well, guess what? There's a shocker. Hawaii's in it. This is at two. Huh. Thir- uh, this is on Tuesday, the 24th, Christmas Eve day, or Christmas Eve night, actually, at 8 p.m. Uh, you'll be playing in Honolulu. The good old Hawaii Rainbow Warriors welcome in the BYU Cougars. Can I just take a second, Ben? Look, I know they've got a far ways to travel, and I know it's very rare that they do better than than deserving of this bowl. But can we? I just don't think you should be allowed to be in your bowl. Like, does does that make sense? I mean, to you at all? Here's the thing: bowl games are about money, and so what's the best way to get people to come to your bowl game? Have a hometown team (laughs) play in your bowl game. True, true. That's the best way to have it happen. And so like FAU, they're coming to their own hometown bowl game. I'm sure this is happening on a couple locations. And Hawaii, I mean, just the ticket to fly to Hawaii is insanely expensive. I'm sure it's just about the same to come to any continental U.S. location. If you want Hawaii fans to be there, just have it be in Hawaii. And whatever team comes to your game, you, you know the fans are going to be coming because it's like a vacation. Right. It just makes more sense financially have the hometown team come to the liable. See, Ben, who never said that you, were sen- you weren't sensible and-, and said that you couldn't look at these things logically and have information about it? So I don't I- think anyone's ever said that. I mean, <laughs> I I have logic. I just have orange and blue glasses, too. That's you know, true. That's, that's just how it is. Well, look here, I, I commend you for being, you know, wise about why this happens that way. I just, it irks me to say that Hawaii gets to go to the Hawaii Bowl every year. I just, I don't think that should be allowed, and I will stand on that altar until the day that I die. But Okay, anyway. well, when you can start funding the tickets for people to fly from Hawaii to wherever the heck they'd have to go, then, uh, you know. Well, maybe, maybe the Rainbow <laughs> Warriors can create a rainbow bridge that everybody can go on. Anyway, uh, Hawaii Wasn't... versus, <laughs> go ahead. Wasn't there a period of time where Hawaii played Georgia? Was that during yes. the regular season or was that bowl games? Uh, that was a, they played, um, I think it was the early 2000s. They played in a BCS game because they were undefeated. That's uh, what they, I thought. I believe it was Georgia they beat. Uh, yes. And, uh, and it was glorious. Yes, it was awesome. And that's back when Hawaii was, you know, that was when June Jones was there before he left to go to SMU and he's no longer there. But uh, yeah, they were good at a time but uh you know nine and and five as they are right now is about as good as they can do most years now and that's a decent year for them so congrats to them Ho- yeah. uh, hawaii and byu who you got ben so i have another interesting fact here did you know that byu has a campus in hawaii i'm not surprised by that actually yep. i didn't know it but i'm not surprised so both of these teams technically have like a home field advantage type deal i know it's not in utah but here you go they have a campus there as well. I actually have a friend at Home Depot that graduated from BYU of Hawaii, which, I mean, that's got to be pretty cool. <laughs> Just imagine spending your college days in Hawaii. I know, man. You know, I love Auburn. What a rough if, life. If you could, I love Auburn, and I, I would love to live there again someday, but if you told me I could live in Hawaii, come on. I mean, how can that? It's, the only thing better was Boca Raton, probably, for people. <laughs> I know, for real. But they, obviously not for Lane Kiffin. Gosh, how much did they pay him to get him out of there? That's ridiculous. He was living on a boat. Like, what are you doing, guy? He, he did an interview with, I forget who, but he said, yeah, just packing up the boat here. I'm like, last time you're going to be using that unless they've got a lake in, in Oxford. But uh, <laughs> My gosh. Um, 
Uh, did you say who you're going to pick in this one? BYU or Hawaii? I couldn't remember. Uh, I have not. Uh, between the two, you know, BYU did beat Tennessee, which I thought was at least semi-impressive at that point uh, because we thought Tennessee might be worth a crap, and then they weren't, and then they were. So, uh but I'd say home field advantage for Hawaii as well as probably the better record gives yeah. Hawaii the win in this game. Uh, we disagree, sir. I, I watched BYU early on in the season, oh. um, and, and I believe they beat Utah, if I'm not mistaken. Is uh, that the, best... the one loss from Utah I... before they got just trounced I... by Oregon? I believe so. Don't quote me on that. I know BYU beat someone they weren't supposed to. Um, and, and I really liked what I saw in that game. So I could see, I was hoping there'd be a little progression. Seven and five is not impressive, but I'm going to pick BYU here. They, especially since they've got a little bit of hometown aspect coming to Honolulu, BYU for me, guys, go Mormons. That's what I'm saying here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, walk-ons independence bowl Thursday, December 26, no Christmas day bowls this year. It's interesting. Usually we have at least one 4 uh, PM on ESPN the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, and wait for it, the Miami Hurricanes. You heard that right. Miami has fallen way, way down. Now, the Independence Bowl <laughs> used to be kind of a good bowl, but when your opponent is Louisiana Tech and that's your bowl game, that tells you something for you as a program. So, Ben, does that swayed you at all on who's going to win this one? Uh, Well, I before I even get to the people competing in this, I have to ask, like, is Walk-On's a brand? I, I guess so. I didn't know that would be something or you'd want to affiliate with. Did they not? Were, were they not able to actually get someone to sponsor this? And they were just like, "Well, you know, we're the Independence Bowl, and you know, people walk on to teams." So, if I'm, much... I guess I've, I feel like I've heard Walk-On's as a brand before. I'm not sure though, so don't quote me on that. Walk-On's. I just feel like they're saying, you know, the the teams that are playing in here couldn't get a scholarship, <laughs> so you know, good luck to them yeah the way well at least the way miami is performing right now they probably have a bunch of walk-ons on that <laughs> one. I, I don't know who to pick in this one i mean I, I do know but miami is a tough school to get into so yeah. i mean they've got that against them uh between the two i'd say louisiana tech is probably the better team yeah but i think miami has more talent so i'm going with miami to win this one yeah, if Miami's quarterback situation could ever get resolved, I think they would be a lot better than six and six. So I have faith that they've gotten it together by the end of this season, and after they've, you know, got through the the so tough ACC, uh, <laughs> I think they're going to get the bowl win over Louisiana Tech. So I agree with you here. A little bit of redemption for the Hurricanes, and hopefully it's a an upswing for them the next year as they get going forward. The Quick Lane Bowl, Thursday, the twenty sixth of December. 8 o'clock on ESPN, Pittsburgh Panthers versus one of those directional schools, Eastern Michigan Eagles. Who you got, Ben? So uh, I do note that there is an Eagle here, but that's okay because they're on the worst team, so I'm going with Pittsburgh. Hmm. I want to pick the Eagles so bad here, Ben. I really do. It's (laughs) it's hard for me to not see a, a Tiger, unless it's LSU or Clemson really these days. Uh, or an eagle and not pick them, but I, I just don't see how Pittsburgh does. Unless uh, I have not been paying attention much to Eastern Michigan, I don't see how Pittsburgh doesn't win this game. I mean, this yeah. this should be a complete steamroll here. Uh, hey, and quick, go ahead. That statement on the Tigers, uh, all three of those teams beat Alabama this year, so that's pretty cool. Look at there, we brought it all the way back to Alabama. Again. <laughs> that shot number three at you. We're not even halfway through these bowls yet, so get ready for more of that coming up here. 
but that's a quick discussion and decision here. I mean, that's probably the most lopsided bowl I, I see thus far. Military Bowl by Northrop Grumman. Grumman? I don't know how to say that, but Military Bowl. Friday. Grumman. 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 Okay. Grumman. I don't know. I don't know oh, how it is. That I'm just sounded saying. That sounded a lot better than I did, but uh, Ben, so congratulations to you. <laughs> Friday, December 27th at noon on ESPN, North Carolina Tar Heels versus the Temple Owls. Ben, I'm intrigued by this one. Okay, so uh, I have not watched any Temple games, but I did watch a North Carolina game, and that was when they played Clemson. Yep. One of the, the, the defending national champion and one of the undefeated teams at the end of the year. And I'll tell you, North Carolina, if they had just gone into overtime, I think would have won that game. I disagree. I think they would have gotten Nope. Beat. Nope. I think they would have. They had all the momentum. They were stopping Clemson left and right. I think that they would have gone into overtime and won that game. But they decided to go for two. So because of being so close to defeating the defending national champion, I think that they take care of business in this game and beat the Temple Owls. Uh, I don't even know where Temple plays at this point. So, Well, I do know this. I, like you, I don't know a lot about Temple. Uh, they have had some recent success the past couple of years, obviously not undefeated uh, teams or anything like that, but they, they've been putting together pretty decent offenses. Um, they've had some coaches leave and go on to better schools, so usually that's a sign that a program's on the upswing if they're getting their coaches hired away. Um, so I do think this is a very close game. If you look at the predictions here on the ESPN app, uh, they are very close, and actually it's in the favor of Temple right now. Uh, I don't have the actual percentages listed in front of me, but the little meter there is right close to each other. I'm going the most direct Auburn connection that I have. We play North Carolina next year. I want them to be perceived as good because we will have a much easier schedule. Not an easy schedule, but a much easier schedule, and they are a marquee non-conference matchup in Atlanta. So I want them coming riding high, looking better, so that when we beat them, <laughs> we will look better. So North Carolina Tar Heels is who I'm going to pick here. Simply a selfish matter. I'm really not rooting for them all that much other than for them to benefit us. I think it'll I mean, be a little selfish. North Carolina's not a bad team, and they have a good coach. So Yeah. And Temple, yeah. they play in the AAC. AAC versus the ACC. Oh, that's going to be a tough. How many times know, do you think right? that's brought? How many times do you think a commentator brings that up during a game? Uh, if they pay attention, probably half a dozen. <laughs> probably true. Here's the thing. <laughs> if North Carolina plays better than Mac Brown dances, they'll be doing very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's just see what, if, if Mac Brown is doing one of his dances at the end of this, Auburn will be uh, probably just as happy because that'll be who they'll play next year. The new era pinstripe bowl this is in New York in Yankee Stadium, I believe. Friday, the 27th of December at 3.20? What? 3.20? Okay. Yeah, that's um, a weird time. PM on ESPN. I guess they're real thinking the military bowl's going to go longer. Uh, Michigan State Spartans versus the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. I actually really like this matchup now that I'm looking at it. Who do you think, Ben? Uh, I think it's a good matchup, too. You've got a mid-grade Big Ten team versus a upper-scale ACC team, which I'd say that's a pretty even matchup when it yep. comes to it. Uh, however, because of the competition between the two conferences, I feel like the Big Ten could stomp any ACC team this year, except for maybe when you get up to the playoff. So I'm going Michigan State. I think even a mid-grade Big Ten team can beat an, an upscale ACC. 
Not so fast, my friend. Wake oh. Forest Demon Deacons are going to knock off the Michigan State Spartans. And I love Michigan State. They've done yeah, you do. so they've done so much for us as Auburn football fans. They were the reason we got into the BCS uh, National Championship game because they were able to take out Ohio State like completely just shocked everybody and beat Ohio state in that game. So I have a lot of gratitude towards them. They've, I believe they've beaten Alabama before too. So I have a lot of good feelings in their direction, but not here. I'm saying wake forest. I really love seeing a team like wake forest be successful. And the fact that they were this year makes me very happy. So I'm going to be demon deacons as even though that feels sacrilegious to say that. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to move past that. But I'll pull for Wake Forest in this one. So a little difference there for you and me. The Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. The first SEC game we get to talk about, Ben, Mm -hmm. on December 27th at 645 on ESPN. Oklahoma State Cowboys, Texas A&M Aggies. If this doesn't feel like just a Texas game, even though it's Oklahoma State, and I understand that, it just feels like Texas with Cowboys and Aggies and A&Ms. Who do you have? So I go against my rule in this one because I said if Auburn plays them, they win. But I just don't know if Texas A&M is there yet, you know. And when it comes to Mike Gundy, he's one of the two coaches that I just will tune into his press conference for the heck of it because I think he's hilarious. Uh, you just want to look and, at his mullet. That's all you want to look dude, at. It's the mullet. It's the intensity. It's the I'm a man. I'm 40. It's uh, it's just the wild man. So uh I think Oklahoma State comes in and just goes wild on Texas A&M. Texas A&M is probably a year or two away from where they need to be. And uh, hopefully that, you know, they'll figure that out and we continue to have even more competition in the SEC West because we all want that. Uh, But, yeah, I think Oklahoma State comes in here and uh, takes care of business, wins this in a close one. Here's the thing, Ben. I I can't figure out why Jimbo Fisher can't get things rolling there in Aggieland. They have... Look at FSU right now. (laughs) Maybe he's not that good. (laughs) Yeah, but he had crab legs. He had he had (laughs) stolen crab legs, and you know he won a national championship on the last second drive. Besides that, what does he have to his name? Okay, I I hear you there, but and and that's part of the reason I'll I'll say that is I'm just not buying into them. I'm not buying into the Jimbo factor right now. I was up until we played them. I mean, I'll just be honest. As excited as we were after that game, thinking it was a big win for Auburn, it clearly wasn't. I mean, Texas A&M was not a good team this year. I'll just flat out say it. So I, I do think Oklahoma State wins this one. I mean, Mike Gundy is, I think, is a pretty good coach. The fact that he has chosen, I think, to stay there. He's probably had opportunities to leave. He's been, had time to build stability. Hey, Auburn fans, stability works, believe it or not. Sorry, I'm not going to get on my soapbox tonight. <laughs> um, Power of the mullet. Also, <laughs> state champions state champions so state champions win all the way around uh so i guess oklahoma state for you and me in this one sd county i guess that's san diego county credit union holiday bowl on the 27th a lot of 27th games 8 p.m on fs1 the usc trojans versus the iowa hawkeyes this i i take back what i said earlier Uh, this is my favorite game thus far this is going to be a great one, and I'm interested to see what you think. Oh, this is a good game. Uh, I think it's very interesting that they have, you know, basically, I know it's not hometown, but it's like a two-hour drive between San Diego and L.A. Right. Uh, so Trojans will be there in force, and they did not have a terrible season, so it'll be interesting to see them there. But 
it's tough for them because they have one of the upper scale Big Ten teams coming in. And I think Iowa actually had a very good year. Yes. So Iowa comes in, you know, USC is still teetering. Uh, they may even fire their coach at some point in time. So who knows? I know there was discussion there. He's on the quote unquote hot seat. I think Iowa comes in and just, you know, makes that a little bit more interesting for the USC crowd. Uh, yeah. Hawkeyes take care of business. Also, I love their uniforms. Oh, yes. I mean, do you not feel like it's the Steelers out there for some reason when they're I running out? There? basically do. It's fantastic. <laughs> I have to, like, double-check the program every time. I was like, wait a minute, is this an NFL game on Saturday that I didn't know about? Uh, but I agree. Iowa, I love them so much. Their uniforms. just It just feels like a team that shouldn't be good from the middle of nowhere in, in, in America. Exactly. <laughs> but they, they always are competitive. I can think of few seasons where you, they were irrelevant. They're always beating somebody they shouldn't, or being good like they were this year. I would put them in the category of if you know Wisconsin and Ohio State and Michigan are the, are the tops of the Big Ten. I had to think about it for a second because they're not ten, but they are the Big Ten. I would say they <laughs> fall into the category of Minnesota, Penn State, and Iowa sit there together. So it, it it's probably a lot of the case of where you you had a healthy Georgia and LSU were the better teams in the SEC this year. And then Alabama, Florida, and Auburn were kind of the next tier down, just in terms of how things shook out. Yeah. So it's a lot of comparisons there. And in fact, I think that would have been better matchups if you had matched up those five teams from each of the those two conferences together. Wow, those would have been some great games. That would have um, been. So, But alas, Alabama's not in the playoffs, in case you guys hadn't heard. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are we. But anyway, moving on, uh, we'll talk about the next game here. The Cheez-It Bowl uh, might be up in the running for best name just because Cheez-It Bowl. Another I game love it. The, uh, another game on the 27th at 10-15, staying up late on ESPN. Air Force Falcons versus the Washington State Cougars. What do you think, Ben? I'm going to tune into this one just to see the Wheel of Cheese commercials <laughs> that come from it because uh, I'm looking forward to it. Also... This is one of the matchups where it's a head coach that I just love to see his press conferences with Mike yeah. Leach. Also, I did consider enrolling in Washington State for a master's just for the sake of trying to get into that class <laughs> to maybe watch it online or something. Uh, what a genius idea. In fact, I think Gus Malzahn should teach a class at Auburn. I think it'd be great. Okay, but he, I love Gus but he cannot carry a comedic level like Mike Leach can. I know Mike Leach isn't really trying, but there's a difference between his dry humor and Gus's dry humor. Mike can Mike can do it. Gus can't. I don't know. I I think you get Gus in front of a, a chalkboard and you just tell him, go for it. I think it could be hilarious. <laughs> well, not, in the, not in the same way. You're right. But I think just I had a professor at Auburn who reminded me of Gus. Yeah. And I just giggled when I was in this class. <laughs> so it's just like, uh, what What are you doing? What? I would so, also, it'd be great to be able to get more into the mind of Gus Malzahn. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't understand, Gus. What, what are you doing? What are you he doing, is, Gus? He's he's on a different level from us. And same thing goes for Mike he Leach is. here. Did I, did I hear you say you're picking Mike Leach in this one? I am. Okay. I know Washington is not. Washington State's not the better team, but I think they win. <laughs> I, so I, I think, honestly, Air Force is a very good team this year. They're 10-2 and two right now. Uh, there's yeah. an Auburn connection um, because Jonathan Wallace, our former quarter, starting quarterback, our former backup quarterback, our former graduate assistant, is now the wide receivers coach, I believe, there. 
A former uh, man, you told him you had a crush on him. Oh. Dude, come on. Look, look, man. How can you not <laughs> admire a man who was having to hold together the shambles of a program at that time and went in there unashamedly, unafraid, took on the Alabama Crimson Tide, got got pummeled, mind you, uh, but just just took it in full stride and was he's a I mean look for all accounts he's a great guy so I feel bad I'm not picking Air Force here uh for the Auburn connection even though I'd really? like to I, I really want to and because they are a good team too but how could you pick against Mike Leach come on <laughs> wait what is the point if you don't believe that Mike Leach is going to somehow win in this game uh um, oh, that's that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> so you and I agree. Uh, Mike Leach all the way, uh, but I would not be upset if uh, it went the other way in this one. I, all right. I almost feel like Air Force will win. I just have to pick Washington State. <laughs> Maybe so. All right, we're moving into some uh, more bigger name bowls here. The Camping World Bowl in Orlando. Uh, this is going to be Saturday the 28th at noon on ABC. Notre Dame fighting Irish against the Iowa State Cyclones. If you look at the matchup meter here, Notre Dame's uh, heavily favored. What do you think, Ben? Uh, I hate that Notre Dame did not get a tougher bowl game. Are you kidding me? What are you guys doing? Put them up mm-hmm. against someone that matters. Notre Dame wins this because of the matchup. Benjamin King, I'm going to say this much. I know, you, I know you say you think you didn't pay a lot of attention to some of these teams, but I think you should have paid more attention to Iowa State. Okay. I'm picking, I'm picking the why. big upset, Iowa State. This is the team that nearly beat every good team in the Big 12. They went toe-to-toe with Oklahoma, toe-to-toe with TCU, toe-to-toe with Baylor. And I get it that it's about as far down as it goes. Oklahoma State, too. Uh, but their record is 7-5 and five right now, I believe, if I'm looking at this correctly. Yes, they could have just as easily been a 10-2 and two team. I'm telling so, you that. This is how little I paid attention to Iowa State. But granted, I, I could be wrong though. Realize they're in the Big Twelve. <laughs> That's how little, because Iowa. It doesn't make in, sense. Iowa's in the Big Ten. Yes. Do they play each other each year? No. I, well, that's a good question, Ben. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I believe that the Big Twelve rival for Iowa State is Nebraska. No, Nebraska's now. Oh gosh, this is so confusing. I know um, what. When did this happen? Can we ju- can we okay? Can we just get Nebraska back in the Big Twelve and just trade over to Iowa State to so it makes sense again? Like I, 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 I hate geographic things. I hate that West Virginia's in the Big Twelve. It just they should be in the ACC where they are. It, it doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, besides that, here I, I do think Iowa State. It, my brother turned me uh, onto them in terms of paying attention to them more because he's a, a Baylor graduate uh, and he said i you know i was joking on him saying oh you're gonna play play iowa iowa state and that's a big matchup there and he's like don't don't sleep on them and sure enough they they nearly won a lot of games so i think this is my major upset ben iowa state continues the streak of notre dame underperforming in bowl games (laughs) well i do have an answer for us uh iowa state did play iowa in september which is a weird time but i guess that's the only time they can keep that rivalry going right uh interesting that they're in the big 12 and that they are not garbage however uh i just don't see it happening but i do give you props for picking them because 
That's better than me, and I hate Notre Dame. Look, and in bracket challenges and March Madness, I love to pick one just out of the loop, and a lot of times I'm right, so I, I feel good about this one. So, Ben, <laughs> Well, if don't you, hurt it, your arm patting yourself on the back there. I'm just saying, Ben. Mr. It, uh, what is it? Don't, don't, don't count, count out against. Tom Izzo yes, in March. You knew exactly what I was coming at. <laughs> Am I wrong, though, Ben? Tom Izzo is there in the Final Four or near it every single March. I mean, I'm just going to say, wrong. I called Auburn being there, and they were. So. You, Ben, you call Auburn being there every year. So at least you know a, a blind dog you know what? boned every you day. You know what? <laughs> Granted, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I still called it this year. You son of a gun! Uh, all right. Well, this will be an interesting matchup to see who's right here. Again, I, I'm I'm shooting into the wind here, and it, and I could fall flat on my face, but I I believe in you, Cyclones. Don't let me down. Goodyear, Cotton Bowl, a lot of people thought Auburn was going to be here on Saturday, December 28th at noon on ESPN. Instead, the Memphis Tigers, the best power or non-Power 5 school, will be taking on the Penn State Nittany Lions in Dallas. Ben, I am so bored with this matchup, it's not even funny. (laughs) Before I go into this matchup, I have to ask you, would you have rather us been in the Outback Bowl against Minnesota or against one of these teams? Oh, um, Outback versus Minnesota. Just from the matchup standpoint? Yes. Minnesota, 100%. Me too. Man, I would have hated to play both of these teams. Well, because we're going to be playing Penn State in two years in, in a home and away uh, a matchup there. You know, I think it's uh, 21, 2021 at Penn State and 2022 in Auburn. So I don't want to see them. We're going to see them in two years. We just saw Memphis and, and got away from that, you know, unscathed, thankfully. Yeah. I don't know that we do it again. So I'd rather play someone new, even though they look very good too. Uh, but you know, hey, this is the best Minnesota team that they've ever had since. Well, I wouldn't say ever, but right. since football, the modern era of football. Yeah, but we'll get to that yes. one in a second. <laughs> what, what What do you yep. think about this matchup? Uh, I'm I'm just you know also bored with this one, but. Between the two, uh, Memphis actually has a really good team. They're losing their head coach, and so it's tough to win a bowl game when you don't have leadership behind you, and you have to face one of the best teams in the Big Ten, which is Penn State. I think Penn State feels like they should have gone to the Rose Bowl, and so they're a little upset about that. And if you look at their record this year and the way they play games, they blow a lot of teams out. I expect them to blow out Memphis here just because it's kind of the way that they are and Penn state wins big. Yeah. I mean, I want to believe that Memphis is good enough even to overcome their head coach, not being there. And I think if Mike Norville is still at Memphis, this is a much different conversation, but Penn state's just in a league completely different uh, of Memphis altogether. But uh, without a head coach, I just think they're going to be fighting an uphill battle to pull off the upset here. So Penn state, I'm bored with it. Let's move on. Chick- <laughs> Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. This is going to be one of the playoff games. I know it's a little, I feel like we should just talk about the playoff. Or do you want to do that, Ben? Do you want to just talk about the playoffs as, as its own? Or do you want to just go ahead and talk about this one now? Uh, I'm I'm fine to skip it and we can okay. save it to the end. We'll save the playoffs to the end. So we'll move uh, right along here, skipping the Fiesta Bowl. The Serve Pro First Responder Bowl uh, this is on Monday the 30th at 1230 on ESPN. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers versus the Western Michigan Broncos. Which West team wins, Ben? Uh, so of these directional matchups, it comes down to the mascots. 
Oh, no. And the stupidest mascot no. of all is also hilarious. I've got to go with Western Kentucky and their stupid hilltoppers. Oh, gosh, Ben. Um, I, He's I'm the thinking, most ridiculous mascot of the entire NCAA. Okay, yeah. He's, but I... He does the he does the stupid Alabama like belly shake, but then he like <laughs> shoves his hands in his mouth At like the all time. the way down to the elbow. I'm just like, oh, what my. are you doing? Uh, but oh, at least he's hilarious. embracing the fact that he's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. come on. No, I, I mean, love it. Is he supposed I, to be a hill? Is that what I, he's supposed I to am, be? No idea. Like, Absolutely I, no idea. Also, why is their little like show a? What, what is this? I'm looking at their their uh, logo here. Is it a towel? <laughs> is that it what lo- they do when they get to the top of the hill? They wave towels. Looks, it looks like a towel. In no, someone's hand. Ben, I got it. Ben, he's the towel. That's what he is. He's the red that towel he that they fling around, and that's why he's like an amorphous blob because he can just be a towel. I got it. I just solved it. I want to bring a towel. <laughs> it's the terrible towel. <laughs> terrible towel. <laughs> All right. So you pick the hilltoppers in this one. Yeah. Okay, I do too. I do think <laughs> that they have a decent offense, from what I understand. Uh, Western Michigan hasn't caught my attention this year so just from that fact uh, i'm not picking it because of the mascot but uh, i'm just hoping that what i've heard about the hilltoppers versus western michigan is going to hold true western kentucky for me Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?